This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. You are listening to Drink of Ages Radio uh, here on ESPN 97.5. We are over at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, hanging out. I am your host, John Denman, DJ Muskrash, the producer, hanging out. What a welcome, everybody. I hope everybody is drinking something really delicious and tasty. Uh, We have a lot of beers in front of us that we're going to be discussing throughout tonight's show. With our special guest, let's go ahead and introduce everybody. We have Cameron Dillman. Good beer friend, uh, beer traveler. Him and his wife like to venture out across the country, different places, and of course, you know, beer destinations hanging out. And so, want to welcome Cameron on on the show. Thank you for having us. It's uh, GarnetHeartBeer.com. You can find us on Instagram, hashtag GarnetHeartBeer. Now, we'll get into this is like take two in a little while, but (laughs) our other guest tonight is Ryan Sauvois, Chef Ryan from over St. Arnold Brewing Company. And Hello. want to welcome him back to the show for the back I'm again, third back time. again, third time. Yes, oh, lucky. I'm in a three timers club. I, yeah, <laughs> not very many, not very many. But I was, I swear, I was uh, right before we started. I was going to tell you the story that I was scrolling through old pictures on Fa- Facebook. As it serves a, a lot oh, of yeah. good things, right? It serves a lot of bad things too. But <laughs> the good things is that, that there's 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 history that you can actually go back and look yeah. that you would never have documented without something like Facebook. So scrolling through, and it's uh, I guess it was probably the first time you came to the show over at News 92. Yeah. And hanging out. Well, I was there twice, and I, w- I was telling some people at the brewery that the last time I was on your show, because you were right next to the box. Yep. And so we're sitting in there, you know, recording the show, and they had the big windows, and there's just people walking by, and... uh. Waka Flocka Flame himself (laughs) (laughs) just stood there and stared at us for a while. I was like, hey, there goes Waka Flocka Flame. And it it honestly, I mean, we have a lot of fun here at the pub. Endless parade of rappers. Yeah. (laughs) But over there, once we were done with the show, that's when the the box would start doing all their live spinning and everything. And and that would be our drinking music sitting over (laughs) at News 92. Pretty good. Yeah. Speaking of drinking a music, so we were actually in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we were almost actually um, uh, recruited to clean out their brewery. They apparently they got a bunch of volunteers to clean out their brewery at Sisyphus Brewing, and uh, we said no. But then their their, their threat was, "Hey, we're going to we're blaring Wu Tang Clan inside the brewery." We walk in, it was not Wu Tang Clan, so we made them play it for like the hour and a half that we were there, straight Wu Tang Clan for an hour and a half. It was. It was pretty dang excellent. <laughs> that's not yeah, that's not too bad. That was a last last year or the last Brewmasters Festival. Yeah, we we have we had a nice little area set up by the VIP and uh, just to do our own little thing, just interview people, bring them over. We had the PA set up so people can hear, discuss beer, whatever we decided to talk about. But the the way that the day worked out, there was a lot of really big beers before we even started and so by the time the festival was rolling we were blaring a lot of wu-tang clan across the brewmasters festival with our little thump pa and 
Yeah, a lot of people enjoyed it, though. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was good <laughs> That's stuff. That's good. I, I think you exposed a lot of those people to a lot of new things that day. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. So they got to taste not only, you know, just sample great beers, but get to hear music they've never heard before. Staten Island's finest. <laughs> Wu-Tang for life. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it was, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. But I mean, beer and music, they, they just go so well together. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that's another reason why we travel is just for the experience of hanging out at the brewery. Like, if the music's bad, we're not going to want to hang out for very long. That's why we like the pub. I mean, they're playing, like, 90s punk music from that we just love and grew up with. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's still my favorite music to listen to. But, uh, yeah, punk when dark. you're sitting around... Well, just sitting around, let's say, like you said, when you were sitting here, uh, Ryan, you're like, hey, is that Dead Kennedys? It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is some Dead Kennedys. Yeah. I like it, too. I, have, well, I guess me, it goes, depends on the mood. I don't know. Yeah. Any any brewery that I get to hang out at that feels like I'm playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 from, like, the 90s, like, on the old, like, N64 consoles or whatever, man, I'm going to enjoy the crap out of it. Yeah. Hell, I'm going to start singing along. I'm, <laughs> I'm already a couple beers in, a couple breweries in. I'm going to be you uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you could be our, our music guest this week because uh, right yeah. now, you know, at the first of the year, I didn't even try to schedule a band for this week. Yeah. It's, it's next week. And then so every Wednesday night at the pub, we'll have live music up here. But uh, you have some really good bands coming up. No Sweet. kidding. Yeah. It's going to cool, be performing man. here on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Who's the, who's the first one that's going to be coming up pretty soon? Man, I knew you were going to ask me that. Yeah, of course. You led yes. the segue. Uh, <laughs> actually, I will tell you this because I have my calendar right here. There's an excellent band called Pushwater, and they will be here next Wednesday night. And it's, they are a phenomenal. I trying to. I mean, it's, 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 it's good, like outlaw country, bluesy rock. Okay. Is what it is. Oh, that um, sounds excellent. Perfect beer blues. drinking music. Yeah, and it's the Duke boys, Jesse Duke and uh, I forgot what his brother, but yeah, they they're pretty fantastic. So they're gonna be here hanging out next Wednesday night. Wait, so next Wednesday is Pushwater, and then Wednesday after that is the Duke boys. No, no, no. Next Wednesday the Duke boys are part of. They they are the they are Pushwater. Oh no. Sh- okay. <laughs> yeah, huh. and then uh, let's see. I don't remember who all we have. Uh, buddy Kevin Anthony I know is gonna be coming out here to play. We have. Grifters and Shills, another great little local. Well, it seems to have a pretty good lineup. It's almost as good of a lineup as this uh, St. Arnold's Brewery Company, that you know, oh, this beer man. that we're drinking right now, this uh, this pale ale that hasn't even released yet. That's uh, we, we definitely can discuss yeah. this thing because it is – I'm having a hard time, though, and, and I know that radio is hard to visualize what's going on, but you people do stop in the pub, and you can actually see all the beer we have on the table. But the problem is DJ Muskrash brought his – Crack pretzels, pretzels <laughs> filled with peanut butter, and I have in one glass the Icon Blue, the new one from you guys over at St. Arnold, yep. and it just pairs so well with these chocolate pretzels, and then I'm sitting here with this brand new Pell you guys have that tastes, I mean, it's just, a, I think you say Galaxy Hops, very pronounced in it, smells fantastic. But I really just can't stop eating these pretzels and drinking that Icon Blue. I'm going to have to steal a taste of that Icon Blue for you with this pretzel here real fast, though. I'm gonna have to go for that if you can hand me that both are delicious oh, thank uh, you. that'll keep me from eating a bunch of pretzels i appreciate that <laughs> and you know the, the the current icon is good we were talking earlier uh i th- i think that uh i like the fact that it, it it's got a lot of rich flavor without uh super heavy body oh yeah that's 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 absolutely phenomenal with the pretzels wow it's a good pairing oh it's excellent but like, like, 
Oh, no, just food, chocolate and, food and peanut butter. Chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. You know what I'm hey, well, well, how could that work beer, well? Food and beer, come on. <laughs> yeah. Salt. Salt loves yeah, no, salt this, anything. Beer, let's get Chef know. Ryan talking about some food pairings over here. <laughs> then we're all going to have to cut the show short or order some pizza or something. <laughs> no, you'll just go back and whip something up. Come on. Well, generally, I always recommend that, that people should, you know, if there's a question about what beer would pair well with your favorite food, uh, I generally recommend whatever their favorite beer is. Yeah, it works well. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you really want to get into into nuance of you know the food and the beer and how they play together, I I think that should be something that should be explored on your own or in in smaller steps. But in general, chances are if if you're eating something that you like and you're drinking something that you like, and the same applies to wine too, you know it, it's gonna be good. And there you know you're you're eating something that you like, you're drinking something that you like. You really can't go wrong. No, no, there's, there's a lot of other you're doing too nerdy th- ass factors that you can throw into it to make it a lot more complicated. But in general, you know, you're consuming start, a couple things that you like, and then, yeah. and then move slowly from there in All each right. direction. Well, we gotta take a, we gotta take a quick break real quick, and we'll come back. We'll talk some more beer pairing because there's something there's something that we had a beer up here that I wanted to pair something with and. We blew the keg too fast before I was able to bake the cookies to go with it, and we'll talk about that whenever I get whenever we get back. Well, you blew the keg, not not the cookies. Not the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Breaking through the frequency of all the heavy winter beers comes St. Arnold White Noise. It's the newest seasonal from Houston's Independent Brewery, and it's a super refreshing citra dry-hopped Belgian-style whip beer with notes of coriander, orange peel, and banana. You can find White Noise in draft, cans, six-pack bottles, and 12-pack bottles, and you can find it on tap at the brewery, too. Now, back to your regularly scheduled... Drink of Ages, Friday nights at 9 p.m. on ESPN 97.5. Troy Witherspoon from Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company is here to tell us about a new badass beer we have big black cowbell coming out on draft about a week after that you'll be able to find bombers big black cowbell is a hoppy american stout this beer may come across intimidating at first but really it is enjoyable across a plethora of occasions you can whip it out at dinner parties your mom's birthday party first dates graduations you name it it's a big black cowbell this is chris from beers looking at you the newest craft beer spot in clear lake webster area If you're coming down to Galveston or stopping by NASA, check us out every day, noon to midnight. You can bring in your own grower. You can pick one up here. We have 39 taps to choose from. We're half beer store. We've got everything from Houston, Texas, and beyond. Be sure to check out our live draft list on our website, beerslookingatyou.com, or through the Digital Pour app. Hope to see you soon. Thanks.
right, we are back on. I'm your host, John Denman. This is Drink of Ages, and we're hanging out with buddy Cameron Dillman, who has the Garnet Heart beer blog, and you can find it on Instagram, different things. Uh, follow him and his beer travels, him and his wife, Kirby. He also brought some really good beers that we're going to be discussing, so that's not really the whole reason why you're on the show, because you, you brought good beers. But um, No, it's the reason why you brought me, because I want to drink good beer. <laughs> so, and then uh, Chef Ryan from St. Arnold Brewing Company, buddy over there that makes just delicious food, and, and I know a lot of you people listening have been over there, and, but I have to tell you that, that I still have a hard time not ordering the French dip sandwich. Well, you know, it was very popular, uh, but it was uh, reasonably costly, uh, and, uh, well, it, it wasn't the strongest seller, you know, and since we opened, we've changed the menu on a regular basis, uh, and we'll continue to change it. Sometimes we'll take things off just because we want to make room for something else that we want to make. Uh, which we always hope to be, you know, as equally popular. Anytime you remove anything, there's going to be a fair amount of people that want to see it back. Yeah. But it also affords us the opportunity to offer it, you know, as a special, you know, well, which we have. I mean, the the dip comes back. Yeah, you know? well, you got to experience uh, experience uh, with other different foods on your menu. See well, what travels to different palates. <coughs> kind of like how you're experimenting with the Icon Blue, just you know, a different beer every three months. Yeah, it it is good, and and I understand what you're saying. It was actually a very good lead into this. But the problem though is that that I um, I get very comfortable with places, <laughs> and <laughs> you, know, you want what you want. You want to be able to show up and get. Nico Nico's, have, they have phenomenal food. Yeah. They make, but I will always order a chicken Philly no matter how hard I try to not order that chicken Philly because it honestly is the best chicken Philly you're going to find in, in the world. Yeah. And, and do, that's, you find, that's a fact. do you find if you if you ever go off script there, you're just like kind of disappointed? Just even a, though it's even good, though it's really like, good. No, Should have ordered that. Yeah. See, I, I'm do, like I the, do the same thing. I'll, I'll like, at, at, at different restaurants, I'll, depending on where I'm where I'm at, like I, I, I pretty much stay in that lane, you know, for whatever they're making that I know I'm gonna like. Uh, and I mean, pretty much because that's why I went there, you know. And th and then you know, not necessarily something that they might be known for, or something like that. But it's like, I know that I had this, and I know that I loved it, and I'm here again. You know, I don't know when I'm gonna be coming back. Yes. So I better get it now. Yeah, see, I'm a little bit different. I want to have something different almost everywhere I go, and that's the reason why we travel a lot is because you get the different local flavor almost every restaurant, every brewery that you go to. Even coming back to, like, Drink of Ages Pub, I'm hardly ever going to even order the same beer twice. I'm just going to have that one beer, then I'm going to move Probably on to something else. Probably because there's a good chance that we're not going to have that beer on it, again. Exactly. Which, which I do like, like, with beer, I, I do like to switch it up. But I don't know. I'm not sure why it's different with food. I like well. what you eat. Well, if I want a certain type of food, I'll go to a certain type of restaurant. Uh, and generally, if I want a certain type of beer, I'm gonna. That's that's what I want that day, you know. So. Yep. I see well, the, the last it, time it largely depends on the weather. I did have the time of year. the the, the uh, your housemade sausage. Oh yeah. 
po' boy, which was we're which making was, all sorts of that now. Yeah, that was pretty phenomenal. And then Kelly, my wife, she ordered your the crawfish po' boy. Oh yeah. And that was really really delicious. Yeah, that's yeah, so that I, I do really that's new things on the menu that I did. Cameron, I did branch out. I'm, I forcefully, <laughs> but I did branch I noticed, out. I noticed that you call I'm it a crawfish po' boy, but I prefer to call it a crawfish roll. Yeah, the crawfish roll. In, yep. in, the, in, the, in the manner of the uh, New England lobster roll. Yep. Uh, really good bread. Because we, we prepare it the same way with the same type of bread that they use uh, up there in uh, you know, the harbor or whatever. <laughs> so, so I'm actually looking back at these beers and the uh, the the pale ale that's from St. Arnold's. You can actually tell the difference. I actually brought a uh, pale ale um, harvest ale. It's by Stablecraft Brewing up in Waynesboro, uh, Virginia. And man, you can immediately tell the difference in color there. I, th I thought well, yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. the one in the little glass there. It's yeah. actually brewed with the Cascade hops that they grow on their farm. So they used all their that's own hops cool. for it. Um, I mean, even the taste is, like, completely different. I'm so surprised just by how polarizing these beers are, just even in color. Yeah, but that, that's, that's – styles of beer have really gotten a little muddy over so. the yeah. last especially few years. Yeah, especially in America. And so what's considered a pale – because if you held both of these up, it's yeah. like, what's a what, which one's a pale ale? Well, um, of course, probably the first person would guess the, the St. Arnold because it's the lighter one. I don't know. But I, that's, that's not, not actually But that's not actually <laughs> the right color yeah. for yeah. what you would say a pale ale. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be. I, I'm thinking but more I think of a in, in, in terms of that, I mean, St. Arnold has consistently shifted that. Like when they made the Santo, it's a, it's a you know, it's a basic Kolsch recipe with uh, – I think it was a chocolate malt, uh, and uh, which made it the black Kolsch, which had never been done before. First time ever. First time ever. Groundbreaking beer style <laughs> from Houston, Texas. From the oldest brewery in Texas. Oldest right. craft brewery in Texas. Oldest craft brewery in Texas. You know, uh, so you know we've got a we've got a pale ale that. Uh, Not by, think this pale ale is fire. By my accounts of a you know being a, a hardcore Pilsner drinker. Uh, looks a lot like a pills. Yeah, it does, but it, it definitely has a nice little hot bite to it. Oh yeah, and and like this is actually quite a bit more than your average. Yeah, it definitely has the character of like your standard pale ale. Um, I think it's got a little bit more on it than your you know normal run of the mill pale, but you know you kind of get that IPA flavor with just a little bit of pullback on that low low ABV, lower than five percent on that. And what is the ABV on this one? Below five. It is below five. High four, under five. Yeah. 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 No. It's, it's at least. At least. I'll, I'll. I'll tell you this. I'm happy you guys didn't come out with a session IPA. Yeah. Oh yeah. So just give me an IPA. Just oh, yeah. no, IPA. You, can't, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to get that critical on everybody else just yet. No, but um, but this is actually this is a new beer and, and it's going to be out in a couple weeks. Yes. Uh, the mid January. It's going to be a. Not uh, packaged for uh, retail sales. You won't find it in the stores just yet, um, but it will be on draft at your favorite local watering hole. Well, it is all over. Uh, well, I would imagine Houston, Austin, Dallas, West Texas. You guys still distributing in Florida? As far as I know. Yeah, that's what. I, uh, yes. Uh, 
Yeah, speaking of watering hole, I just want to go back to the Stablecraft Brewery Company. It's just like they're just putting out some really awesome stuff out of you know this little town. This little it's actually a farm, so they actually have like horses on the ranch, uh, Clydesdale uh, horses that you can actually drink beer with while you're you know I love drinking beer yeah, with yeah, horses, pet, petting horses and smelling a little <laughs> bit of manure. Oh, oh. You get know? the right ones, man. They they out drink me. <laughs> I think they're bucking for a lawsuit. Though. <laughs> Maybe. I said that to you earlier. Yeah. They can't be advertising the fact that they have Clydesdale. I don't know if they're actually it. advertising oh. it, but they do have very gorgeous horses very on. Very large, ranch. gorgeous horses. Yeah, with very very large feet. Yeah. You know, the right, feathered hair. Can't say hair. Clydesdale. Anymore. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got <laughs> big horses that can pull giant carriages full of beer. Oh yes. Man. Let's uh, take. We got to take a quick break, and when we come back. We'll talk about these beers because uh, this one here is pretty excellent. Drinky Bay, just stay tuned. So there's our brewing company up there up in Conroe is making another badass beer. Heather is here to tell us more about that one. So upcoming, we have the uh, third release of our new Art Hand series, um, which, if you're not familiar with, involves uh, us pairing up with a local Houston artist to design a special, unique label for our can, and then we put a unique one-off beer in the can. So third installation is called Half Nelson IPA. So this IPA is half Nelson Sivan hops from New Zealand and half mosaic, so it should be pretty citrusy, floral, delicious. Um, and then on the can, we have our in-house uh, Southern Star Associate actually designed this can. His name's Keith Amador. So he did a really cool uh, luchador wrestling half Nelson design. So uh, pretty excited about it, actually. That, that's going to be available in cans and in drafts, so you can find it all over Houston and actually a lot of other places. We'll have it at uh, any local HBs, Kroger's. Uh, major grocery store chains, bars, uh, Drink of Ages pub, I'm sure. <laughs> so check us out. Hey, we're down here in Dickinson, Texas at a new winery and cider company, Duo, and we have the owners, Craig and Raquel, hanging out. Tell us about your company. We have over 20 varieties of wines from our family vineyard. We currently have our Rodeo Star brand hard apple and cherry ciders available on draft and 16-ounce cans with more delicious varieties on the way. We are open from Wednesday to Friday from 4 to 10 p.m., Saturday from noon to 10 p.m., Sunday from noon to 6 p.m. Check us now on Facebook. Venha nos visitar.
Invaders, we are back on. Hope everybody is having a great night tonight. Uh, let's see. It's a bit. Good weekend after New Year's. Uh, I'm sure everybody took a few days to kind of just dry out just a little. So I had, I had two. Yeah, it, it's New, New Year's Day. Uh, spent the whole day in bed. Watched Caddyshack. <laughs> I watched Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, great movies, yes. Yeah, I had a wonderful New Year's Day. My wife uh, had never seen Caddyshack, so. How does that happen? Uh, she's a girl. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> hmm. Caddyshack is uh, one of those just staple movies. Even my wife, even though she probably has never, like, watched the whole movie, she's been around where it's been on, and she'll be like. Well, sure. Like, yeah. you know, I just don't think that, that that movie was ever meant for. Well, it wasn't meant for women. No. It's meant for young boys. Yep. Yeah, there's so she'll, and, and that's true because Kelly, she'll say, you know, there's events that I want to go do, and she's like, well, that doesn't interest me at all. I'm like, they're not trying to interest you in this event. <laughs> You're not who they're trying to bring in <laughs> here, and most of the events that I put on here honestly aren't geared towards you. So, it's, it's, but a uh, guest guest tonight is Chef Ryan from St. Arnold Brewing Company and Cameron Dillman. Uh, from Garnet Hart. Um, so, Cameron, you just poured another beer. Uh, so, real quick, you, you you travel a lot, and you and your wife, Kirby, you guys like to go. Uh, you have a, a wife that appreciates going to breweries. Yeah, and she's actually the one that got me into craft beer, so if you can imagine that. Yes, that, that is good because I always get like, we're going to another brewery. Yes, we are. <laughs> no, it's we're going to another brewery. Hell yeah, let's go to another freaking brewery. Yeah. <laughs> no, so uh, we were actually just in Virginia this uh, Passover Christmas. We have uh, family in uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. So uh, what better way to um, get over the family blues than uh, to get a buzz on at this uh, brewery called Apocalypse Aleworks that's right outside of Lynchburg in Forest, Virginia. And what I just poured for y'all is the Wrath of the Lamb Imperial Stout. It's a 10.2 uh, Imperial Style that's won uh, multiple gold medals in uh, the Virginia Craft Beer Festival. Um, easily one of my favorite beers that they make, and they make a lot of variants of it. But uh, man, this brewery just puts out some fire stouts. Like that's all. Like their main focus is just big, big stouts. Um, man, I, need, I I'm actually have to get a taste of this one. Well, Cameron, I, I, this one. I, I appreciate this, but at the same time, I kind of. In my own head, my resolution for the year was to make it four segments of the radio show and be able to talk at the end. <laughs> That's not going to so happen. <laughs> it might. So yeah, I think I think you've already broken my resolution the first week. Yeah, well, uh, not to mention with the next beer that's after this one's going to be a twelve percent. So at that point, good luck, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I hope your resolution wasn't for a uh, well, functioning you liver. The ticket. <laughs> you take the ride. Yeah, my, my resolution is to Uber a whole lot more. <laughs> is, uh, That's how I got up here today. Yep. Well, I mean, just the way that typically the, the way the show goes, and and I mentioned this on occasion that, that you can always go and look at go on Facebook and look at our photos, and 
We usually have a few of them posted throughout the show, and you can actually see the beers that we are drinking. So we're not just sitting around talking about beer. We're actually consuming beer. Oh, no, they're all here. In the bar. I can see them. This is yeah. a non-sober show. <laughs> Children beware. There's Children beware. Of, there's a lot of beers here. But yeah, what a lot. What what's, what's the what's the uh, what's the uh, curse word rule now? It's, is it still no? Well, ESPN is owned by Disney, okay. so yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, so the envelope can be pushed oh ever so mm-hmm. slightly. I I, I mean I I've been on your show before. I try to keep it you mm-hmm. know, keep it rated G, in terms of you know the curse words. So. Yeah, and this particular show is That's utmost important for that because. Editing is going to be a little sketchy on this one because um, producer Muscratch uh, unfortunately had a lot of stuff stolen out of his car, which is why camera's back on again because it's a super drag. Yeah, but you know there are there are a bunch of a holes out there in this world. Not actually, fortunately, there's not that many, but every once in a while you come across one, and then unfortunately you don't have a baseball bat when you do. That does remind me of a real quick radio story when I was when I was a kid, right. I'd listen to 97 Rock in the morning, and the morning radio guy was this guy named Moby. I remember Moby. Yeah, but he always referred to the mantras as the crime-free mantras. Not anymore. Well, well, <laughs> it, it wasn't then either. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and, and, and in the crime-free mantras. Yeah. Nope. Uh, it's unfortunate that that happens. Well, it, it's, it's fun because there's, like, even around Houston, you have Brenham, with Brass Valley, Huffs over in Bellevue. Goliad. Goliad. Texian. Where's Goliad? (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere like around Corpus. Remember, remember the Goliad. On the way to Corpus. (laughs) Yeah, fetching lab down in Alvin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gordon Street Tavern. Gordon Street Tavern. Gotta give that plug. Uncle Henry. (laughs) Uncle Henry. (laughs) Yeah, so, no, it's just uh, uh, there's a... it is great to have these smaller towns, even around Houston, that, that are hosting. You know, that because the, the, the city just take Brenham. All you had there was Bluebill, and who? They've taken. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I'm not eating any Bluebill in a long time. Crap! I just had some today. <laughs> not well, even it was nice yeah. knowing you, Cameron. <laughs> Good luck with the intestinal issues. But that's why I drink beer. It kills yeah, everything else. Beer, beer definitely will help kill that. Get you straight. But Brass Valley is out there, and uh, man, they just do a great job, man. They're, for one, they're making good beers, which cool. which helps. But it's a cool little destination spot and, now and to get out of town. Nice, and it's nice to know that, like in these in these smaller towns, because in those smaller towns, it can it can it can be a viable viable draw for for uh, tourism. Mm-hmm. You know, because people are going to want to go. They're going to want to see these breweries, you know, because there's plenty of people. Like Cameron over here wants to go and visit all these, you know, smaller places. And, uh, well, I mean, I also need a break on the drive to towns. Dallas. Like, the drive to Dallas, there's it's no man's land. I need a break. I need a brewery to stop at so I can have a slight buzz while making the rest of that hour and a half three hour, of the three-hour drive there from needs, here. If you could pull over right there by Sam, you know, Sam Houston yeah. hanging out. If there was a place that, other than Bucky's, and don't get me wrong, Bucky's is always a great place to stop. But I, and what I don't get is now there's like a trend of people who hate Bucky's. And it's like, how can you honestly hate Bucky's? Clean bathrooms, excellent beef jerky. But yeah, yeah maybe because when have, you walk in, you walk out and you're like, how did I just spend $120? They have pretty <laughs> delicious uh, kolaches, too. Every time I go to San Antonio, 
my wife and I stung. Yeah, stop in Luling. Yeah, at the at the Bucky's for kolaches. I. I mean. I'm real Houston proud, but. I mean, there are some pretty substandard kolaches. There, there are. In this yeah, town yeah, a lot. That are getting huge passes. Just be like, yeah, yeah, it's been here forever. Like, yeah, it's been here forever. It kind of sucks. Yeah. No, I'm kind of on the fence about Bucky's just because I love Bucky's. I really love Bucky's. I hate the crowds. I hate having to stop and having to wait in line to get gas. Well, or having the only to place to stop. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they do Unless have you want to go to Love's. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's right. Go to Love's. Hey, that's go on the Loves. way. You don't have to cross hey, the hey, freeway. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Careful in those bathrooms. <laughs> but, man, this is... They, uh, they might be clean, but uh, they're not that clean. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh... We're at a hard stop right now, and when we get back, we're going to talk about this beer that we're drinking now, this big Imperial Stout, and we might as well crack open this other one, and the show is going to definitely go downhill from there. Drink of Ages. Sam's Wake and Bake from Buffalo by Brewing Company is one of my favorite beers that's being made around Houston right now. Delicious. And Troy Witherspoon is going to tell us more about that one. Yeah, Sam's Wake and Bake is our Sam's Daily Cream Ale. Uh, it's 5.8%. Sam's Wake and Bake, uh, we take Temperado Espresso Coffee Beans from Amaya Coffee Roasters. Uh, Madagascar vanilla beans. So this beer has a beautiful coffee nose, finishes soft like vanilla, and uh, still clear like uh, that beautiful Sam's Daily Cream Ale. Hey, good beer drinkers. This is Garrison, the head brewer of Spindle Tap. If you're digging IPAs these days, you should definitely try our new West Coast style IPA Hop Gusher. You're going to get a lot of dank tropical notes from the excessive amounts of Amarillo, Citra, Mosaic. We just started canning it last week. So come pick it up fresh from our brewery at 10622 Hirsch Road. You can also get it freshly poured at Drink of Ages Pub. Also look for it at your nearest grocery store soon. Check us out at SpindleTapBrewery.com.
back on and uh, earlier I was like I think it was maybe our first segment I was rem- reminded about we're talking about beer pairings and one of the ones that I wanted to do up here that I completely spaced out and I forgot and then the keg blew with like really quick was three nations their Texas Xmas their chocolate milk stout and it, to me it made me want to eat peanut butter cookies well, yeah, I think this czar that he just cracked open. Who makes this beer here? So it's a uh, Tin Man Brewing. They're in Evansville, Indiana. They're a little bit south of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm actually good friends with the uh, head brewer, Todd Green. And uh, when I was talking to him, he said, you better take this beer to talk on the show with it because you're going to name your firstborn child after our brewery after you try this. <laughs> so I took that with uh, with, uh, with the um, – What's the, the brewery called? It's Tin Man Brewing. You're going to name your kid Tin Man? Yes. It's not that good. Not good enough. Not good enough to name my kid Tin Man. Name t- yeah, Tin Man, maybe nickname. That's a good nickname. That's a great nickname for a kid. No, but yeah, especially especially if he's like really close. <laughs> yes. I could have called my kid Tin Man. No, but they do a really crazy good selection of beers. They have a good uh, seasonal sour series called Weld, and we just had the uh, rhubarb sour from them. It tasted just like a rhubarb cobbler would. Oh, it just man, nice I love and that. Warm well, this uh, urban barrel Russian is. Uh, I was just saying uh, before we got back on the air here, it, it, it tastes like a candy bar. Yeah. Like and it's it, it, super chocolatey, super caramelly, and then a nice little dry finish, like a little. Like a, just imagine like a warm peanut butter cookie where it's still crispy on the outside and gooey in the middle. Yeah. With this yep. beer. It tastes oh, exactly be awesome. like that. Or maybe a chocolate chip cookie. Or how about these uh, peanut butter I, I'm pretzels. trying to stay away because <laughs> the radio, when you're on the radio and you're sitting there crunching pr- peanut butter filled pretzels I'm, through the I'm, whole I'm thing. Cool. I'm not even chewing gum, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I came it's, with a face for radio. Oh, trust me. This is this is a test of tolerance right now because <laughs> it's right on my right side and I'm right handed. And they're right there. Yeah. I can reach and grab it's as many. Is that a little bit of a sweat of bead coming us. down your cheek there? I am. I'm, I mean, it's just like I know they're there. It's like if, if, I, if it was a movie. It would just be focusing on it, and it would slowly get closer and closer and closer to it. But, but, man, but man, I love the, the the little bit of a booze that this uh, this imperial. Style There's a has. nice little booziness yeah, to it. Yeah, it's not like super heavy that you get in most. Uh, it's totally barrels. not heavy. Yeah. Like, like 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 you. I'm I'm honestly not even getting booziness as much as just like a crispy dry. No, the booziness is slight, and I, and I get it right in the very beginning. Yeah. And right at, like, after, you know, a quick swallow of beer, then also it's like, oh, there's a little bourbon in there. Yeah, see, this is the reason why we travel. It's like you can't find a lot of beers like this just here in Houston. You got to go out. You got to branch out. You got to go to Austin. You got to go to Dallas. You got to get over the country. Go to freaking San Diego, wherever your beer destination might be, and just try something different. I mean, you got, like, what, 100 breweries in San Diego alone. Don't go to the big name ones. Don't go to like Stone or like Ballast Point. Go to the smaller ones. Go see what the people that are actually putting a lot of their passion, blood, sweat, and tears, and go and hang out with them and have a conversation, and you just get to a, a greater understanding for the beer, and then you start appreciating it more. No, I, I would agree with that, but I, I would also say that 
the passion of brewing doesn't necessarily diminish with the growth of your brewery. No, no I because I, I, I will I will definitely go to Ballast Point when I'm in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'll definitely <laughs> and, go there too. <laughs> I'll, I will I will stop by a Stone whenever <laughs> I'm. I'm like, hey, that's I know it's a beautiful brewery, but yeah, I've okay, seen, I'll I've stop. Seen, I've seen photos of that place, and it's like you, you that's like a campus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did, when we went to Richmond, Virginia over Christmas, we actually didn't even stop by the new Stone the Richmond uh, Brewery. Go, no, we didn't do it. I really wanted to go by there for dinner, but we ended up finding a place at other breweries like Triple Crossing or Strangeways Brewing or um, Hardywood, which is actually one of the bigger ones out there. We just wanted to go to those because we can get Stone in Houston, so why not go to some place where you can't get you that can't get beer? it anywhere else. Well, right? but, exactly. yeah. but then again, there's the brewery-only releases. I, I stopped by Avery. Pretty much, you know, three or four times a year that I'm in Colorado, just yeah. because of the only things you can get. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice, and they, they, you can get a really good burger there while you're sitting around drinking a lot yeah. of very <laughs> delicious, <laughs> delicious beers. Speaking of burgers, that's like the one thing you can pair with any beer. <laughs> any no matter burger. which one. No, no, it doesn't yes. matter. I mean, this this big imperial Russian imperial barrel aged stout would go great with a bacon jalapeno cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh. Maybe not jalapeno. I just, just had to have fresh jalapenos on everything. everything. And I want to say, uh, it's another story from stopping at St. Arnold. Is, is that another I, thing I took off of the menu? No, no, no. You actually <laughs> you actually added it for mine one day that I was up there, and my oh, meal yeah. came out with fresh jalapenos on it. Oh, and yeah. then I didn't even ask for them. I'm like, Ryan, you're the best. <laughs> well, we always have them. I mean, always. Every day we have them. We just don't necessarily offer them. But well, if you ask. Yep. One thing that, that uh, before the show's over that I definitely want to talk about was St. Arnold. And, and uh, again, Cameron, anytime you make, make beer part of your travel vacations for anybody listening. A lot of people are, are starting to do that now. But scope out. There's some great places to go visit a lot of different things. But right here at home. Right here at home is Staycation. some pretty staycations. But, man, you can always tie in a couple breweries while you're out there. And it's a good time. But, uh St. Arnold is about to do something that's pretty badass, and that's build a new restaurant. No way. Yeah, we're expanding. Um, and uh, Well, what I know of it is uh, in terms of uh, the restaurant. Uh, we're going to have a fairly sizable restaurant uh, on the same scale as what we have in the beer hall now. A little bit slimmed down, uh, but we're also going to have a very large uh, outdoor beer garden. There's gonna be a you know really nice, really nice place for the a really to nice view of downtown. Oh yeah! Wow! Well, yeah, we're, right next we're to in the a brewery. Great spot that sounds awesome. For that, yeah, and um, and uh, we're going to offer uh, lunch and dinner seven days a week. So our service hours are going to be expanded, uh, which also means our menu will certainly be expanded. French dip. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. I, I'm almost going to keep it off just so John can come back and ask for it. But, uh, I mean, that's all of that is still, you know, menu-wise, everything is on paper. We have we have pages and pages of things that we want to do. I saw, um, I saw the draft plans of the building, and it's going to be – it's going to be a phenomenal establishment sweet, because uh, I think the is it Lion Street, the yeah. entrance to the restaurant, everything is on Lion Street, and then the building basically disintegrates all the way to towards I ten and downtown, yeah. and so you have inside restaurant, outside patio, 
Uh, yeah, and then the beer garden is going to be all behind that. And then a huge beer yeah. garden, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds and, amazing. Um, it's going to be a great spot for Houston, and, and I'm excited to see St. Arnold do I that. I think so, uh, because, well, that the if, if you've been to the brewery in the last two years, they've they are at capacity. They're they're literally producing as much beer as they can in you know within those four walls. So you know they've they've put as many as many tanks as they can in there. And and uh, what is the capacity right now? I mean we're almost out of time, but Ooh, I mean I it's, it's yeah. I know. I was wondering if you knew. <laughs> like but barrels produced. A yeah, year? barrels. No, it's man. over seventy thousand. I would imagine. Yeah, uh, but then again. I, I, I handle the food. I was told I this one you, time, I but it was how much ground beef I go through. It, it, I bet it's a <laughs> lot of ground beef. <laughs> and uh, uh, another thing that you guys are doing that you told me about is you're putting in a whole big meat storage or. Uh, oh, curing meat. Curing dry, meat. Dry yes. Curing meat. Well, that, that's where that's that's in the works. Uh, that actually just started a couple of weeks ago. Not actual production of the meat itself, but. Um, Securing the uh, necessary equipment and the plans to make that happen, um, but hopefully, uh, once we have our new facility, the facility that we have currently uh, can can help us achieve that uh, because it it will offer the kitchen a little bit more workable space. Um, so we're look we're we're looking to to do it, but. It's just now, just now begun. Just now being considered. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great idea. Uh, St. Arnold Brewing Company, I mean, it's a staple in Houston. They're the oldest craft beer, uh, craft brewery in Texas. I remember sweating my whatever's off, off at, at the old yeah. brewery. Uh, but with the new facility, everything you guys have done in Houston is fantastic. Climate controlled. Climate controlled. Even lush. putting in the where it's not as noisy in the beer hall now. It's, it, it's definitely just the you, you, you're constantly doing things to make the experience a whole lot better. So well, definitely thanks. appreciate I that. All, I think we all try and work very hard uh, to to consider you know the what the public experience is going to be. When they come to St. Arnold, and we always try our best to, to, yeah. to make the you know, and so you know, I think even the regular customer or the brand new customer have an awesome time. Well, now we're gonna drive Cameron over there so he can actually go to St. Arnold Brewing Company. Yeah, and have really some bad. I've actually never been there. Kirby's been there, I but I haven't. Oh yep. no, but uh, I do want to say one last thing here before we go off is that uh, we're actually having a meetup at Gordon Street Tavern in Alvin, Texas. It's on. Uh, January 14th at 1 p.m. So uh, come out, have some uh, beer, have some of this food. It's got awesome food. Uh, excellent food. Yeah, excellent, excellent food. And, uh, yeah, and find us on uh, Instagram, hashtag Garnet Heart Beer, Garnet Like the Stone. So. And next time uh, you're over at St. Arnold, just say, hey, can I talk to Chef Ryan? And Hey, Chef Ryan, make me a French dip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to demand it next time. I will appear as if I'm magic. <laughs> yep. All right. Thank you guys for coming and hanging out. We are definitely out of time now. Uh, hope everybody had a great New Year's. Everybody be safe. Texans, man, they're playing Oakland this weekend. You've been listening to sports all week long on 97.5, but, yeah. I, I love hockey. <laughs> so we'll go from there. Go Dynamo. All right. Drink of ages. Talk to everybody next week.